spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Welcome to Max Mike Movies, the show where splunge is not just a word, it's a way of life. <laughs> Standing in for Max Levine will be a small pile of fish coincidentally named Max Levine. Hello, I'm a small pile of fish. See, I told you. And substituting for a vacationing Ted Baxter will be me, Mike Luce. This is the seventh episode in our current series, In Theaters Now, where Max and I see a brand shiny new movie opening weekend, talk about it, and then toss our opinions into the wild here on our podcast. Remember, toss, don't stack. Don't stack. This week's victim, uh, I mean movie, is Aquaman. But first, you might be wondering how to keep in touch with us. Can you? Won't you? Yes, you? and yes, yes. Mm -hmm. First off, there's the website where all our episodes have been hand-wrapped for freshness, lightly pinched, and frosted with delicious straight sugar. Mm. Artisanally. Artisanally, with my own artisanals. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, that's MaxMikeMovies.com. Have a favorite podcast app like the iTunes or Google one? We're there, too, as MaxMikeMovies. Just to keep things mixed up. <laughs> Stop that. Social media, that's what gets the kids up in the morning, and we oh, can you annoy betcha. you there, too. On Facebook, we have a page which is, you guessed it, Max Mike Movies, which happens to also be our handle on the Twitter. Last, would you like me to write... Would you like me? Would you <laughs> like to write us and tell us how wrong we are? Of course you do. Feel free to do so at us at MaxMikeMovies.com. Seriously, that's the address. Us at MaxMikeMovies.com. Any yep. comments are ours to do with as we please, including using them on the show. As I said, uh, this week, we're dealing with Aquaman. Aquaman. And here's the plot. The show. A man somewhere on the Atlantic shore is battening down the hatches as his lighthouse, uh, as a nor'easter or sou'easter, is coming in. Suddenly, he spots a beached merlady whom he brings inside. When she awakens, they first have a slight altercation, then decide to marry, as people from the deep and humans often do. Mm. They have a child, but lo, it turns out she's an escaped queen of Atlantis, and her countrymen come and take her back to marry some guy with gills, leaving her human guy and their son behind. That son grows up to be Aquaman! Dun, and, dun, he's, dun. <laughs> and he's out to get the bad guys of the oceans. In a fight with pirates who are trying to take over a Russian sub... Aquaman meets his future foe, Black Manta, as he fails to save the Manta's father from the sinking ship. Grrr. Meanwhile, there are politics going on beneath the ocean. Seems the fish people are gall darn tired of surface dwellers tossing filth on them and eating all their fish. The second son of Atlanta, Aquaman's mom, is soon to be king. He's trying to unite all the tribes of Atlantis so he can wage war on the surface. His betrothed, thinking him a loon, goes to the surface to convince Aquaman to come down and take his rightful place as king. Yes, I'm going to say it that way every time. <laughs> he grudgingly acquiesces, seeing as he spends a lot of time on the surface, challenges his half-brother to a duel, which he then loses. Aquaman and Mera barely escape in time. Mera suggests that he goes in search of the lost trident of the old man of the sea. With that... Wait a minute. <laughs> I forget his name. <laughs> With that, everyone will see that he is the true king and be able to stop the big bad war thing that evil half-brother Orm wants to commit. Atlana, his mother, was supposedly deaded by Atlantis, and this gets Aquaman really pissed, so he agrees. Oh, and he spends a lot of time on the surface. Mm. 
there's spoiler that you won't see coming, so I won't say it here. But suffice to say, there's a huge battle with everything in it, including Mrs. Paul and the Gordon's Fisherman. Because he is Aquaman, he wins! Oh, and uh, Black Manta comes back and there's another fight to the end. Yeah, That's that what... pretty much sums it up. Hey, you know, there, there's there's some trivia here. You, you, you failed to point out, however, that he's not just Aquaman, he's Arthur Curry. Yeah, right. Also known. Also, I thought his real name should be Arthur Treacher, as in Arthur <laughs> Treacher's Fish and Chips. That would make yeah. much more sense to me. Did you ever actually go to one of those? I never have. I did. Well, I don't think they're around anymore. No. Um, for those who don't know, and I'm guessing that's anybody listening, <laughs> I want to say sometime in the 80s, a yeah, British chain, right. which is, wasn't Arthur Treacher an actor? I have no idea. I, well, I, I, I never knew whether that, they always said the name like you should know who it was, but I did if, not. If you know who Arthur Treacher is, and I'd like to tell us, that is us at MaxMikeMovies.com. Yep. But I, I think he was an actor, and there was a, a chain of, I guess, pseudo-successful fish and chips stores from Britain. Oh, and they okay. decided, why not to bring them over here, old chap? And um, <laughs> there were Arthur Treacher's fish and chips and five easy-to-find locations, nowhere near you. Mm. Um, they quickly went away. Something we expected Popeyes to do, but they just got rid of their spokesperson, and now there's this nice young woman who I guess is named Popeyes because she keeps saying, "You love my chicken." It's like, well, it's called Popeyes fried chicken, so I guess your name's Popeye. Um, I mean, only thing that makes sense, really. Yeah. So uh, trivia. There, there's some trivia for this. Now, Ooh. there's there's lots of trivia. Um, as it turns out, a lot of it having to do with the fact that many actors in this film were cross-pollinating other superhero films, but I'm not going to go into all of that, okay? Um, Fair enough. I will have a small amount of trivia. And then we'll get to talking about the movie. <laughs> Nicole Kidman was really excited to do this film as she's a big James Wan fan, and it James was filming in Australia, which is where she's from. The, um, the giant octopus playing the drums is a reference to Aquaman's <laughs> pet from the comics, Tobo. Wait, I don't remember Tobo. I remember Topo. the big seahorse he used to ride. Tobo. That's what it said. Oh, Lord. All um, right. The film star Jason Momoa is probably best known for his roles in Stargate Atlantis. Aha, see what they did there? And <laughs> Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. He was Cal Drogo. In, in Stargate Atlantis. Um, <laughs> the same character. Yeah. Little known fact. This mm -hmm. is um, Johnny Depp's 407th. Oh, no, wait. That's, that's He was that not in that. <laughs> Um, the story is based on a series of comics from 2011 by writer Jeff Johns, although the character actually dates back to 1941. That wait, 1941? Yep. Dang, I didn't know. I thought he showed up in the like 60s. I did too, but that's what oh. it said. It was more fun comics. Huh. All right. Neat. Nick, hmm, neat. Nicole Kidman plays Jason Momoa's character's mother, even though she's just 12 years his senior. <laughs> Oops. Could happen. Well, it it does it works with her. I mean, let's face it. Nicole Kidman does not appear to age. Well, that's the problem. Is that if you look at them, you can believe that they're close to the same age. Yeah, so. yeah, but she looks the same as she did like thirty years ago. Which is hey, good for her. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, uh, which is the Nicole Kidman character, tosses mm. her trident into a TV playing an episode of Jerry Anderson's Stingray. One of oh, his many... I wondered what that was. Yeah, it was Stingray. It was one of his uh. many puppetoons, the the marionette shows. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the official sixth film in the DCU. Mm -hmm. I dare you to name the rest. Okay, hang on. Man, no of looking. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, 
in Superior Court. Uh, <laughs> Justice League, Wonder Woman. Uh, Suicide Squad? Huh? Suicide oh, Squad? Yeah, that's got to be the other one. I guess. Yeah, yeah I think you, it is. You can see how all those films are thematically linked. Yeah, no, it has to be because uh, Batfleck shows up in Suicide Squad and Justice League. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Um, believe it or not, Jimon Hansu and John Reese davies yeah. do show up in the film, though voices only. Yes, but so so they do not appear in the film. Ah, uh, not as such, no. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. There uh, isn't the John Reese davies is king of the crab people, and Jimon Hansu wasn't shiny. Yeah, <laughs> Hansu, I think, was king of the act the people who actually looked like mer people with fishtails and stuff. That, that's right. I totally missed. Dolph Lundgren. So did I, I until I saw right the at him and Nope, didn't see him. No. Nope. <laughs> Who is he? Oh, the old king guy? Really? Okay. Uh, in case people are wondering, uh, the reason it sounds like I'm going through puberty again is I've been sick. Uh, so don't adjust your sets, friends. That's that's how it goes. Uh, Aquaman does indeed call his fishy friends. Complete with the concentric circles. Yeah. So uh, that's all I bothered to uh, write down for trivia. As I said, there's mm. a lot of other little things in there. You know, oh, this person played like you know Nicole Kidman has been in a previous DC Comics uh, film. She was she was a uh, Bruce Wayne's girlfriend in oh, the yeah. Batman films. Uh, Doesn't which matter which one. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, so that's right. Yeah. She was Doctor Chase Meridian. There you go. It's like you know her name. Obviously, the character's name was Ethel Rosenblatt, and changed it. <laughs> yeah, they just changed it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I got one. Uh, Tamura Morrison, who plays Aqua Dad. You know, <laughs> oh, is, you that's... mean uh, uh, Django Fett? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. He's actually a native New Zealander, and he was the voice of the chief in Moana. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Neat. Well, he's Neat. also known as Django Fett and I think pretty much every Stormtrooper in the Clone Trooper series. Oh, that would make sense. Which is actually one of the cooler characters of that show. I'm also surprised you didn't mention the most unusual voice cameo in the movie. Oh, maybe because I didn't notice it. The monster, the Karathan, the gigantic, the thing that looks like the Kraken from... Release the Kraken! This is pretty much from Release the Kraken, whatever the hell the crab Max, octopus you, you don't need to say that right before you're going to fart every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy it so. I know, hey friends, that... you got that from Rift Tracks. You should do that. Everyone listening, just before you fart, just say, Release the Kraken! Yep, absolutely. We can make this a thing. Anyway, yes, I'm sorry. The, the Kraken, I'm sorry, the Karathan or Karathan, yeah, that sure. is... That is voiced by Julie Andrews. Oh, dear gods, really? Really. Wow. Yep. That's yep. just mean. <laughs> and they, it, you really, it's almost impossible to tell because they digitally mess with the voice a lot. Oh, I'll go on beyond that and say it's definitely impossible to tell. Yeah, it's almost unrecognizable. Christ. I only knew because I had read that she's in it in a, oh. quote, significant, and I looked at the credits and it's like, oh, oh. Lord, that was her. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hey, um, Miss Andrews, you can't sing anymore. Want to do a fish? (laughs) Yeah. I I hope they just backed a moving van full of money up to her house. Yeah. Any other uh, trivia you happen to pick up that I didn't? No, no. I mean, you already, you've got the Adolf Lundgren as King (laughs) Nereus. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, no, that, that's pretty much it. Hey, so now, uh, now we can talk about the film. The Lowdown. Uh, Max, yep. if I yes. can uh, start off, I have a question for you. Sure. 
Um, and now, now, as usual, folks, you, you don't know this, and maybe it doesn't matter, but Max and I do not talk to each other between Ever. the time we've seen the film. We don't, yeah, not we even don't, now. We just don't talk. You know <laughs> what you did. We used to talk, but we don't anymore. <laughs> I think I have to cry at least one episode, one think... episode now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. uh, we don't talk. We don't know how each other felt about the nope. film. We might be able to guess, but we could also be wrong. But yeah. I do, Max, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Um, how far into the film before you stopped caring? Ooh, boy. Now I gotta say, for it, and this is a spoiler for the end of the show, but yeah, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to think how early on that was, and it was very early. Yeah, I would. I would have to say it was pretty much after Nicole Kidman left, because you know, <laughs> it lasted longer than I did. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know, honestly, I thought the relationship between Aqua Dad and Aqua Mom was the most interesting thing in the movie. And it gets like a minute and a half. I mean, it's pure prequel. And then it's like, and she's gone, and I don't care. All right. So I'd like you to define in this particular case the word interesting. Because mm. um, it was, sorry, more interesting than anything else in the movie. Um, okay. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So I, it, the film lost me when she shows up and they do a close up with her in her her atlantis fish costume yeah and all i could do was stare at the zippers and it's like really there's zippers underwater okay oh oh god there is so much wrong with the whole underwater technology culture thing we'll get to that oh (laughs) we will oh Oh, so spoiler yeah this may not be max and my favorite film of this series or any series that's say i think that's safe Um, to say i also (laughs) am upset that they did not start the movie with aquaman's iconic theme song (laughs) that's aqua lung oh that's close enough <laughs> i thought it was aquaman aquaman does whatever an aqua can <laughs> oh no he's harry plopper um yeah so i actually wanted to retitle this film um, yeah. i think a much more fitting title would have been white people having trouble underwater because <laughs> um, hey there's only a small handful of black people in this film and yeah. they're all pirates yeah they're all bad guys Boo. i mean jimon hounsu is kind of a good guy but he's blue he's, in this. A, he's a white fish you know yeah. so no 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 he's blue i thought he was blue it, let's wait he's pale yeah, and if yeah. there's one thing Juman Hansu is not, it's pale. No, I, um, it is a white know. white movie. Look, I understand John Reese Davies has an amazing voice, but he's a little long in the tooth. Maybe he likes to do voice work. Juman Hansu is such an incredible presence, and he looks so cool. Why do you CGI the crap out of him? Don't know. Mm. Hey, why aren't there why aren't there any black people in Atlantis? Yeah, that's actually a good point. There are no black fish people. Nope, not a one. Mm. It is a white, 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 white world. If you like whitefish, you can watch this film. Um, yeah, so... Um, oh, boy, boy, where do we start? Uh, I don't know. So let's go back. I'll go back to one of the pieces of trivia. So when I saw the octopus, the first thing that I thought, this is an octopus playing drums, mind yes. you. I'm not kidding. It's yeah. meant to be a serious moment because it's war drums. So I don't know if they're trying to invoke the haka or what they're trying to do, but suddenly there is a shot of this giant octopus that has war paint on it yep. playing drums. And all I could think of is where's Sai Snoodles and Max Rebo, Ray Rebo, because they're, they're got to be behind the curtain somewhere. See, I thought Jabberjaw was going to show up oh, and they were going to start Captain singing. Caveman and the Kongs. Yes. Whatever. That was Captain uh-huh. Cool and the Kongs. Yeah, it was oh Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, just yeah. Uh, oh uh, god, that I mean, never mind. That I'd like to say that took me out of the movie, but I was already out of the movie by then. I was I out the wish out, it of took the movie. Me out of the movie. I was in the parking lot. I was looking uh, for change. I just, ugh. yeah. Okay, and I am okay now. Some of this, I, I just some. I don't know if this is trivia, but a couple of things like I was sitting there going, okay, who is who? That Orm is played by who? And that's oh, it's Patrick Wilson. I'm going. I know that name. What is he? Oh, yeah. This guy was Night Owl and Watchmen. Oh, yay. yeah. Mira, a- Amber Heard, uh, she-, she was in The Danish Girl in a minor part. Okay. Did she play a Danish? <laughs> we-, we aren't even getting... I- I- I'm not going to get to Jason Momoa yet. Oh, yeah, because we're going to get to him, too. Amber Heard, I thought, did a competent job, but I'll tell you, the whole character of Mira was ruined by the hair. I know. I sat there going, could they not have hired a red-haired person? Like, that, is this, are there so that is few? All, that, I mean, okay. In the comic book, I think the idea was they were trying to evoke that, oh, her hair is red like coral. No, her hair is red like jello. Yeah. This is, <laughs> it's, ugh. Bad. It is, it is bad. It's bad. It She's... is very, it is a bad wig. And it is a oh. ridiculous color. And yes. usually, a lot of the guys these days in the comic book movies, they're not bad at translating the colors. They know when they need to be muted a little bit. They know when they need to be really accurate. This just, it stood out. It looked cartoony. In a bad way. In a, in a yeah, bad not, way. In, not at all in a good way. And I felt the same way when Aquaman shows up in his battle armor at the end that, is, that is so clearly based on the his orange shirt, black pants outfit and green gloves. And they're trying to make it look badass. Nope. And all I can see is he's... And he does sit on a giant seahorse at some point. Yeah. Ugh. Aquaman. They also pissed me off when they kept calling that thing he was wandering around with a trident. And it's like, excuse me, a yeah. trident has three prongs, not five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, boy. So, I, I will say that I think this film does suffer from one thing that's not its fault. And what's that? It came out a week after the Spider-Verse. Mm. <laughs> So you see Spider-Verse and it's like, oh, this is awesome. And then you see this and it's like, oh. Yeah. And unfortunately, I just saw Spider-Verse again this afternoon. Yeah. Which reminded you how good it was and how bad this was. It's like, hey, over here, this is how you do a comic book movie. This, not so much. And that's the thing is they do every single comic book movie trope in this film. Yes. They do it with telegraphing. And they do it artlessly. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like there is the superhero. I just fell from a great height, so I'm going to fall into that crouch thing. There is the Ugh. look how badass I am thing. I mean, there's just every yeah, single. Who am pop. I? I don't know my place in the world. And there's oh look, oh look, here comes a, a here comes a, an attractive female character, and they hate each other. I'm sure they're not going to end up together by the end of the movie. <sighs> And boy, wasn't there great chemistry between those two? Oh, Lord. So here's the thing. I have a big yeah. question here. So they need somebody who's got the power and the abilities to, say, control the waters of the oceans mm. and take control of Atlantis. Um, Why can't Mera do it? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah, can't a, Mera do it? Why does it have to be him? I mean, like, oh, well, he's the, uh, you know, the, are they really that into bloodlines? I guess. <sighs> oh, he unites he unites the the surface world and the and the Atlantean peoples. And okay, how many Atlanteans are there? Because there's millions of them. There, there are. How an awful do lot. we not know? I also am really curious about the Atlantean gene structure because some of the Atlanteans. Oh yeah, 
oh, over thousands of years, you know, some of them went off here and turned into crabs, and some of them went off and turned into sort of an aquatic version of predator, and yeah. some of them turned into mermen, and some of them still look human, and some of the others still look human. And why? Uh, we don't care. Yeah, and we don't, we'll never know. We don't know. We don't care. And by the way, why is there lava underwater? I mean, like big. I know well, that there are volcanic vents, but this is like a river of lava. Like even um, better, there's lava, and it's only hot on the lava. There's not like boiling water near yeah. it or steam or anything. <laughs> oh god! And the attempts to make things look like the comic book look. That's one of the things that a lot of the Marvel movies really do well is they don't they don't say we're going to make this look exactly like the comic book. That's why like Captain America the colors in his out in his uniform are muted. He doesn't have the dopey wings sticking off his helmet. The baby blue. Yeah, and in this they're like we're going to make okay, here we're going to make Black Manta look like Black Manta in the comic books. Uh, um, and man, Manta. you just want to take a hammer to that helmet cuz it's really so dumb. Do. You really do. And it's like, okay, and what, that was not the worst of it. The worst was when Orm decide, goes full Ocean Master, which is his actual supervillain character from the comic, and he has one of the dumbest outfits of any DC villain. And they said, you know what? We can top that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's, let's, let's try and go a little bit chronologically. So, okay. so, so Mer Lady shows up and... and uh, Django Fett pulls her to to the shore and marries her, and they have a baby because that's how apparently you get a wife in in uh, when you're alone on a on a, a light. He, a, yeah, he's a lighthouse keeper, and he just yeah. you know, marries the first chick who washes up. And well, how like, often does that happen? Not to mention how often do they wash up looking like friggin' Nicole Kidman? I know, right? Because talk mm. about a bonus. I mean, hell, she's very nice looking. I think Django Fett's a nice enough looking guy, a little older, but okay, whatever. Uh, although I guess they're probably around the same age. Mm. But okay, so they meet and have a montage and get married. Yeah. Or, or, or have a child or both. I don't know. Who cares? Um, we obviously care a lot about the two of them because we spend so much time with them and you know <laughs> see the relationship grow, i.e. no. Uh, no, we don't, yes. And we in see fact, nothing. later in the film we finally remember to ask, you know, how's dad? And it's like, oh, he still goes to the pier every day. And they show that because it's like, oh, right, crap, we forgot to show that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, been 20 years and he's still waiting for her to come back. And we and won't say whether she ever will or not because, you know. We won't? We won't. All right. I think we should leave one thing. Um, I don't think it's going to surprise anybody, but I think we'll just leave that alone. It just bothers me because that's also a ripoff of, of a Mar something that happened in a Marvel movie. In fact, a couple yeah. of them. And it actually, so in a, one of the uh, How to Train Your Dragon movies, and it's another <laughs> very standard trope. Yeah, and, and let's put it this way. Um, when some the spoiler thing happened that I'm not actually going to say... I just turned to my friend next to me and planted both hands against my cheeks like Kevin from Home Alone <laughs> yeah. in a very sarcastic, oh, I can't believe that happened. Because mm. they, they they might as well just, like, when the credits roll in the beginning of the film, they might as well just tell you, by the way, don't worry about this part because it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah. they have a child. The the Elanians show back up and take her away after she kills half of them. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, you have to come back. And she's like, oh, you know, you have a point. And then she leaves. Um, to go off and be queen because she's well, she, arranged marriage. She says if she if she stays, they'll keep coming after them, and right. they'll hurt her husband, they'll hurt her son, and she doesn't. It's actually I thought that was a nice moment. That's like okay, I'm gonna, you know, it hurts me to leave, but I'm gonna do that because you know that's what you do for people you love. It's like all right, that's you know that's there's some emotional core there, and then that's it. That's the last 
bit of, I think, real emotion we see in this movie. I was going to say, it would have been nice and emotional if we had any kind of, like, caring about either of those characters. Yeah. they're not even characters. They're action figures. They don't yeah. do anything yet. No, they're backstory. Um, they're basically, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Plot Device here. Yeah. So then the next thing we see is we see little Arthur in school on a field trip to what is very much not the New England Aquarium. Well, they did not say the New England Aquarium. They said the no. Boston Aquarium, which doesn't exist. That's right. But it's, I just, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I yes. noticed my partner is like, that's not the New England Aquarium. It's never been like that. We don't have anything that big. Um, anyway. Yeah. So then we see him, you know, controlling all the fishy friends for reasons. Yeah. Like that whole scene. Like, uh, it's great for a trailer scene. It has no bearing on the rest of the film, only because we never see him with other kids ever again. Yeah, we don't know how he's treated, if he then has to be homeschooled, or if they, like, turn him over to Amanda Waller, or what. Let's face it. It's like, oh, well, we can't beat up him. Why? He controls fish. As long as we don't go back (laughs) to the aquarium, we're safe. Yeah. Yeah, let's beat Um, him up extra hard. Yeah, and And also it's like, well, let's beat up on Arthur, because he's, um, uh, he, uh... He's uh there. different because things. <laughs> he likes I, fish. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, it's one of those tropes. Oh, the hero when he was younger was picked on. Why? We don't even get a reason. It's nope. just, well, he has to be picked on because that's you, that's what you do. Yeah. They don't know if he's weird. doesn't look different. He doesn't. Uh, th- there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, it's just. No. And the next time we see him, he's Aquaman. And he is. And, he's Jason Momoa. It's like, hello, I'm enormous and tattooed. Yeah, uh, for reasons that we don't know. Why did you get tattooed that way? I felt like it I some point, I guess. And, yeah. oh, by the way, I s- apparently still live on this little island with my dad. And that's uh, the other I thing. don't know what I do. but I assume I, uh, the implication is that he's in New England. Well, yeah, they just won't tell you so that because it's why is he covered? Why is he covered with Maori tattoos and Hawaiians tattoos? Because they shot it in Australia. And he's yeah. Part, yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever he's part hawaiian yeah so uh, so he's saving this russian sub which happens to be off the coast of new england i don't understand how that happened they do that's a thing yeah didn't you see hunt for red october they do that all the time oh that's right oh that's what they do all the time (laughs) (laughs) i hide up in your father but a fish beat me up the stairs Um, (laughs) (laughs) um so there he is and he's got the strength to lift a nuclear submarine out of the water. Mm. We won't talk about all the poor crewmen who experienced the bends. Because I was yeah. wondering about that. I mean, is it maybe is that not as dangerous if you're in a pressurized submarine? Uh, no. Because otherwise, yeah, he just killed everyone on that ship. Yeah. Well, they open that the hatch. The yeah. hatch is open. Like he blows it open and mm. goes inside, right? So he just released the pressure. If it was being held back, too bad. And then he gets into a fight with these pirates. As I said, the only black people in the movie. Mm. And of course, because he's Mister Badass Aquaman and has powers that are never defined, he you know thrashes them left and right, and they all go down except for one guy whom he has trouble with for no particular reason. Because the guy has knives in his arms. Well, they're like swords up his sleeve or something. Yeah, he has trouble with him. And also, it still gets me is when Black Manta's father shoots Aquaman in the chest with a grenade. Yeah. It's like, wow, you just killed yourself, your son, everyone (laughs) in the room. The whole room should be painted with liquid protein. Um, Max, I turned into a dragon. (laughs) You're in a 10 by 10 room there. Uh, Yeah, I turned into a dragon. Yeah, that's a deep dig. Um, So besides all that, 
the guy who becomes Black Manta, whose real name I really could not care less about. I don't know the character's name. It does not I don't matter. Think, I don't think it's mentioned. I don't think he's Good. ever they ever say his name. Good. Um. So he does every. He somehow Aquaman can't knock him down. He keeps getting up, and it's mm. like I don't understand. Um. Supposedly, Black Manta in the comics has Atlantean blood, but there is absolutely no hint that that's the case here. None. Mm. So, uh, we deal with that, and then. As, as Aquaman's like, yeah, bite me. Uh, I, Black Manta's father shoots him in the chest with this thing, and this large missile or, or torpedo, whatever, falls on Black Manta's dad, and the ship is sinking, and he says, help me save my father. And it's like, I, I'm with Aquaman, and this one is like, um, why? Yeah, you just, we've seen these people come in, machine gun a bunch of uh, innocent sailors. Yeah. We're going to kill all the rest of them. It's like, no, you have to save us. No, I really don't. Oh, I hate you. I swear vengeance forever, despite <laughs> the fact I'm a professional murderer and should really be used to this sort of thing. I mean, all that's missing is him clenching his fist and shaking it, going, curse you, Aquaman. <laughs> I was I mean, waiting was... for a big, like, no. I, it was really that uh, dumb. And I'm, okay, we got to talk about Jason Momoa. Okay, we can talk about Jason Momoa. Have you done something about Jason Momoa today? (laughs) Jason Momoa. uh, I'm sure he's a nice man, uh, although I heard stories about he he was kind of a pain in the ass in the filming, but he's not an actor. You know, here's the thing. I'm willing to give him a pass for this film for one reason only. The script was so bad, I honestly can't tell. I gotta disagree with you. One... He doesn't even try. There's nothing about his character that seems at all distinctive. And even I physically had trouble understanding him sometimes, not because he, it's not any accent. He mumbles. He doesn't have good elocution. See, our problem was the sound in our theater was weird and the music was perfectly loud and intelligible and all of the dialogue was kind of muted. So yeah, wouldn't have tell. made a difference. Wouldn't oh. have made a difference. It was really hard to understand him a bunch of times, especially when he gets all low and rumbly. And trying to be like trying to show some kind of emotion, which he doesn't really do. But he's so badass. Now he looks awesome. Yeah. But there is a reason why his best known role as Cal Drogo, he never speaks English. He speaks Dothraki gibberish all the time. Which he does pretty well. Yeah, yeah. He's good at looking big and and menacing and scary. I want to vote him as the least Aquaman looking person in the film. Even Mera looks more like the traditional Aquaman than he does. Yeah, no, it's true. It's a very different vision. Aquaman in the comic books and the TV shows and such, he was whiter than white, and he, you know, he was like a looked like an Aryan Superman, just he white, looked like Orm, quite white, honestly. Yeah, white skin, blue eyes, blonde hair, and you know, not this great hulking, bearded, uh, long-haired hippie freak. Yeah, and, you know, it's an interpretation, and that's yeah, fine. If that, that's the way this... you want to go, that's fine. But it's just. I I never, like, worried about him. Like, oh, no, Aquaman's in danger. It's like, not really. Mm. You know, there's a big fight scene with him and his brother, and you know that I sat there and just, like, mentally going, well, there's only two outcomes. Either he wins and the movie's over, which yeah. is obviously not going to happen, <laughs> mm-hmm. or he loses and gets away. Oh, surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's, okay, wow, right out of Black Panther. Okay, so the, the king yeah. gets the... Gets Except this is like White Panther. Yeah, and, um, the, and the other thing, of course, is Black Panther was a good movie, but... Yes, mm. and was a lot of fun and, and well acted, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, quite honestly, Orm 
is uh, kind of dumb. Yeah. Because it's like, you know what? Let's just ignore your half-brother and you can probably do everything just fine. Because if you ignored him, he would never have shown up, probably. Mera might or might not have been able to drag him down. Um, you could have done this whole surprise attack thing and it had been too late. But mm. oh well. And then it's like, oh, we have to interject this big quest for the hidden golden trident of whomever. Hang on, you're, you're skipping over another annoying point. Oh, There's one. this, yeah, first of all, Willem Dafoe? I know, he even Will looks bored. Willem Dafoe it's looks like he doesn't know what movies he is in and he couldn't care less. Hey, if I got his paycheck, I'd probably feel yeah. the same way. And, and here's the sad thing is they give him nothing to do. And you have a, an actor like Willem Dafoe who can be wonder so much fun over the top and also very subtle and really either scary or reassuring. And he plays the character Volko, who is like the prime, the, the grand vizier, which means you shouldn't yeah. have trusted him ever. But he's... Whatever. There's a there's like a training montage where apparently at some uh... point, at some point, which we don't see... He shows up to teach young Arthur. Yeah, by the way, that's Aquaman's name, Arthur Curry. Yeah. Yeah. And he shows up to teach young Arthur for some reason. Yeah. And we're not sure exactly what he, he's teaching him, like to use his Atlantean powers and how to fight with a big fork. And Yeah. But what, we don't know why. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have no idea what his motivation or his reasoning is. It's like, wait, so you don't like Orm already or you just yeah. know that he's the the legal heir or something and you're a real stickler for uh, the procession? I don't know. Well, also, it's a little young for Orm to go about his evil ways, right? Because he's probably, when when, when um, Voldemort shows up to teach <laughs> Aquaman, mm -hmm. he's probably like 10, yeah. which means Orm's probably like 8 at best. So it's like, uh, you already miss. I don't know. Yeah. And of course, we get a training montage, a training montage, <sighs> which tr Max and I were so happy we didn't get with Spider-Verse, because they're so... We... <sighs> That's I mean, I swear, it's like a Cassia tone. You can push a button, yep. and you just get a training montage. You know, the thing is, for you. you do get training in Spider-Verse, but it's integrated into the story. Like when they're swinging through the forest, and yeah. he's just, okay, now, thwip, and double tap to release. Thwip, yeah. release. Thwip. It's like, And this, it's funny. Yes, and it works, and it's believable. And it's not a shortcut. And he's no. not instantly good at it. No. And there's just never a point where you see... Aquam, Aquaman, I have to say Aquaman. Mm -hmm. uh, you never see him like stumble in any way, except he doesn't win the big fight. But the only reason he doesn't win is because the plot won't let him. Yeah, because yeah. you know whatever. Um, oh, and we get to see him sweep the leg Johnny at the end too, right? Cause he, <laughs> he does his little twirly thing. Yes. Uh, I know we're skipping over more stuff, but oh my god, it's mm. just literally every single superhero trope both from movies and comic books is in here and none of them are done well it's none all done them. incredibly ham-handed um it, let's go ahead it's just that line well what's greater than a king a hero oh, like no no <laughs> no in fact that is what heroes usually want to become what is wrong with you i don't know i well <sighs> um hey let's talk about atlantis okay so, one of the things they're pissed off about is that we're constantly pooping in their ocean. <laughs> um, aren't they also pooping in their ocean? <laughs> they probably have, yeah, they probably have some sort of, you know, they've got magic tech, basically. They probably have some better waste disposal. I gotta say, that's where you're sitting there listening to the villain going, you know, he's kind of got a point. 
Well, he does, except here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously have very advanced technology. Like, they probably are in space, and if they're not, I honestly don't know why. Because they'd have to fill um, it with water, and that's really hard that, to get in orbit. Well, here's the other thing, is that even just swimming around, pressure doesn't seem to bother them as a people at all. Yeah, they talk about so, that. They say they can, yeah. that's why there's one of the reasons they're so tough. Yeah, grr. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, let's not even talk about the mechanics about that. It's fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, if they're that block. if they're that adjusted to the depths, they would die as soon as they got to the surface. Right. Mm. So they have all this amazing technology. Mm. Although traffic on the inbound four hundred five to Atlanta <laughs> Center will be heavy. This what is with needing to take a bridge? Yes. It's like, come on, why is there traffic in Atlantis? I uh, don't get it. You anyway. guys can travel in three dimensions for God's uh, sake. Uh, uh, it shows radical two-dimensional thinking, Captain. Um, so they have all this amazing technology. Um, why are things like plastic six-pack rings and bottles a problem? Yeah, why aren't they just zapping them? Or hell, learning to use them as part of their fuel. Not to mention, like, why haven't they done what they what Orm actually does, which is toss all the ocean's garbage up onto every beach in the world? Right. Like, why didn't and, you just say hi, crash? Quit dumping your stuff on our lawn. Or just dump it on the beach and go, no. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's all they have to do, right? And if they're worried about, oh, the, you know, the humans are eating all our fish, well, uh, what are you eating? Yeah. I didn't see any farms, and it, I'm betting you're not all vegetarian. It doesn't, I mean, hell, you're using them as mounts. You, how, how much of yeah. a shortage can there be? You're riding sharks and seahorses and crap you just made up because you were playing around with the CG box. There is nothing keeping the, yeah. this group of Atlanteans who fell. And honestly, all their fall seems to have done is moved them. Yeah. Oh, we don't live up there. We live down here now. Otherwise, we're fine. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, we lost Atlantis. Okay. <laughs> well, now we have, you know, Avatar or whatever. Yeah. So I'll tell you this right now. With all those Atlanteans, the planet can't support all those people. Just can't. <laughs> so this is too many. Well, but there's really nothing keeping them from just showing up one day, oh, I don't know, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, and saying stop. And I was going, oh, okay. Yeah, hi, we've already got technology hundreds of years ahead of yours. Knock it off. Like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Or even better, hey, you know what? You don't need to make plastic and do this stuff. Let's show you how. Yeah. I'd have been even cooler, but they, no, no, we're just going to sit here, let them poop on us, and get pissed. <laughs> until finally, I'm going to rage war against the surface because rocks and garbage. It, was a, it also was an example of show, of telling, not showing, because Orm is saying, they poison our water, they sicken our children. It's like, wait, you're you're having a problem with your children? We didn't see that. Everyone here looks incredibly healthy, yeah. well, well everything's fed. Everything's shiny, everything's except the 405 going every, into Atlantis. Everything's clean and nice. Where? Why don't we see any of these problems? Where's the barrels of toxic waste destroying the oyster beds or whatever? And I'm going to put a, another thing out there. I'm willing to bet that all their vehicles, yeah, there's probably pollution there. The mm. factories used to make such vehicles are probably producing, oh, I don't know, pollution. I don't know. Um, they, they, as they say about Manta's outfit, it turns water into pla- energized plasma. Sure it does. If you can do that with a backpack, that's magic right there. That's magic. I that, don't believe it. Yeah. And yeah, also the zappy eye beams. Oh, Black Manta did not have those in the comic book. He didn't need them. He, had, you know, he was he was a pirate. He had a submarine. He had guys with guns. He didn't have zappy eyes. 
And then when he gets tossed down the cliff and the camera goes with him, that was actually a nice shot. I liked watching yeah. Black Manta die because that's what he did. He died. He does not come back. No human lives through that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's in this. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it away. In mid-credits, there's a sequel beg where we see Black Manta has survived. You know, another, no. Yeah. You didn't kill off one of the only iconic Aquaman villains that Com most comic book readers can name honestly beyond Black Manta and Ocean Master. I'm out. I yeah, got, I, 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 I never I read a lot. With, of, I don't know Aquaman. I would go with Aqualad, but only when he becomes a, a moody teen. Mm. Um, so there's there's all of Atlantis makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, just also it's incredibly well lit from every direction. I mean, at um, least it looks pretty. I think it looks cool. Yeah. But it, it's uninspired. There's nothing really, yeah. like, you can't sit there and go, like, there's no one piece of the architecture or anything that stands out except their little Bathus sub was kind of cool. But it reminded mm. me of the Gungan stuff, yeah. right, back from Naboo. And, and it, I waited for them to go for the, the, through the planet's core, which they do. Mm. <laughs> and they got to the center. I kept, you know, as soon as they were down low, I'm like, oh, you know, Arnie Sanctusum's coming up somewhere. I just know yep. he's going to show Turns up. Turns out. There's going to be a goose, and there's, there's going to the, be there, trouble. There was not a goose, <laughs> Gertrud, Gertrud. <laughs> no, so they, but there is a, a hidden sea in the core of the earth. Yeah, what, and um, so first off, before we get there, yeah. because stupid, um, they have to go to the Sahara because... Apparently um, there used to be an ocean there, trust us. Yeah, um, so you know Aquaman's powers, you know, the, where they all come from, right? Yeah, water. Right, so he and Mera leap out of a plane and land on the desert. Yeah. With no parachutes. Totally unfazed. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so they walk through the desert. Here's where they have a real superpower. They manage to walk through the Sahara Desert and not get a tan. <laughs> because they don't. No. And they get they find some the last resting place of the flubity blab yeah. that they have the magic coffee canister that brings up a They have a MacGuffin. You know, help me Obi <laughs> one Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah, pretty much, but it won't work and the machinery's too old and they <sighs> and through their brilliance, they figure out it needs water. So I'll suck the water out of you, Aquaman. And yeah. Yeah. So by the way, that's make... not nearly as dirty as it sounds. Apparently Mira is some <laughs> kind of a, like a water sorceress or an elemental worker. She should be queen. Mm. She should be queen. Anyway. So they do all this crap. So they're underneath the dunes in the Sahara. Two things going on there. Um, what's holding the sand up? Yeah. Because there's big holes everywhere. And yeah, it's like, how, okay. how, is, how is this a cave under all the, I mean, this is like, I was waiting for it, a big panther head to form. And and Cave of Wonders, the... rock! <laughs> where is the lighting coming from? Because yeah. there's plenty of light. Plenty <laughs> of light. Then, once they get the magic flubity uh, flub yeah. um, to, to point them on the way to uh, Italy. Italy for <laughs> reasons unknown, um, they, they basically just go, well, I guess we have to go to Italy. And the next shot's in Italy. How do they get out of the Sahara? Uh, yeah, I, they can't tell me they walked. Aquaman's big problem was if he got, he would dry out. It wasn't That's quite, anybody's it wasn't problem. It wasn't quite like the Submariner where you have to hose him down every 30 minutes. But uh, yeah, Aquaman is vulnerable to heat and dry. And yes, as you say, anybody would have trouble walking out <laughs> of the friggin' Sahara. It's enormous. So we're guessing what happens is they walk to Italy, because <laughs> whatever. Oh yes, and, and then in... then we have they have to have the moments, you know, where Mira is like, oh, the surface world, I've never seen it. Oh, children, it's so beautiful. Oh, uh, oh, look That's at this. That's when her pineal gland sticks out through her forehead. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong movie. Yeah, definitely wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, really. 
It's yeah, so forced. Done. It is so yep. painfully forced where, oh, look, now they're starting to like each other. It's like because, you know, it's we're on page 71 and they have to start yeah. liking each other. It says so right here. So it's very it could have been like the scene in Fifth Element where poor Lilu is looking at our databases and finding out what horrible, horrible things we are. And she sees images of war and suffering and stuff. And who do they have to convince her that humans have their good side? But Bruce Willis, who's like, um, 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 no, no, no. Uh, yeah. There's love and other good stuff. And he, it's cool because he actually falters. He's like, yeah, I know we're horrible, but really there's some good stuff. Please believe me. No, nope, nope, now, now it's just she sees children and flowers. and uh... Through the truth of her jello colored wig, she yeah. realizes that these surface world has its side too yeah um um so that's yeah that's when black manta attacks there's yeah. a big action scene blah 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 then there is a part that really makes no sense to me oh just one well no there was just something that really stood out oh after the fight mira steals a boat and they head yeah. off on course why do they need a boat they I can swim know. at supersonic speed um, there is no boat that can move as fast as they can swim um, why? Why? Well, so that the evil fish people can attack them. Oh yes, then the. Oh, and by the way, evil fish people because um. Uh, yeah, predator fish. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, never reported by anybody on the surface. Just yeah, no one's ever seen them, despite the fact, as far as we can tell, it's about you know a twenty-minute boat ride from land. <laughs> a three-hour tour. A man. Three-hour <laughs> tour. Oh, and by the way, there's forty billion of these fish people. Yeah, there are an <laughs> awful lot of these suckers. What do they eat? Because there is nothing within hundreds of miles of them because they've eaten it all. Yeah, they would, the, the seas would be completely uh, barren. Uh, uh, speaking of barren, the <laughs> yeah. rest of the plot. Yeah. Um, so they go down and meet the giant crab from... Um, um, uh, Moana? Well, it's a Disney film. Moana, right. <laughs> Except it doesn't sing. It It should, but of course Julie Andrews can't sing anymore, which is very sad. Um, and he, he has to best the evil crab lady or squid lady. I don't know what it is, whatever. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Um, so he can get the golden trident, trident of wonderfulness, um, which is in the hands of the body of the first King of Atlantis and why it's out here. We don't know. Cause well, he wandered off and yeah. this is where I'm going to sit on my, you know, giant throne of deadness. Mm -hmm. Um, and something happens, but he ends up in the center of the earth, which is also <laughs> held up, has plenty of air, and is very well lit. Oh, yes. And um, by the oh, way, and, and has do gravity. You like do you, and do you like Jurassic Park? Because if you like Jurassic oh. Park, for no yeah. reason whatsoever, you're going to love the center of the earth because yeah, there's, there's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs, but we already knew that from uh, Arnie Sacknesson. Yes, and a goose named Gertrude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, mm. and he gets down there, and there's a, a thingy that I won't spoil, which is not... I'm not spoiling anything because if you don't see this coming, I'm sorry. Because... I'm going to spoil it. I really, <laughs> no, you I, can't. No, I people am. won't it go. It turns out Aqua Mom is still alive. Oh, yes. Max. And she's been <laughs> trapped down there, and she wears weird-looking armor, just the like zippers. Hiccup's mother in How to Train Your Dragon Two, and just like Janet Van Dyne in Ant Man and the Wasp. <sighs> so yeah, well, okay, so. And I want to know how she she saw her kid when he was like five. <laughs> how does she look at this man mountain of Jason Momoa and go, son? Like, wow, you really filled out and tattooed. Well, if you, I want to know you why the don't... first thing she said is, why did you get so many tattoos? Oh, my God. You probably don't remember, but when he was young, he grew a beard. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, Who cares? I mean, Why bother? I'm I like, mean, okay, great. Nicole Kidman's back. That's a plus. You know, yeah, the, except I just felt bad for her because I actually really like her as an actress. Yeah. She's done some really great stuff, and I'm like, why are you here? Mm. And, of course, I keep reminding myself, oh, yes, large amounts of cash. I hope so. Um, I hope she got a ton. I do, too, because I've seen her in some amazing performances, and she she may not have gotten much for those performances, and she she deserves them for those, so okay, fine, if it yeah. makes you happy. that's 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 great. So... Then we have to have giant fish battle because yes. giant fish battle. Um, and um, yeah, so there's all this stuff and there's a fight and, you know, the giant shiny crab shows up. and Because, <laughs> um, of course, you know, he rises above all the other nasty Atlanteans by making the fish fight for him. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, once again, we have a hero that's no better than the people he's trying to stop. Mm -hmm. um, I will ins I will send my enslaved army of fish to fight you. <laughs> boop, 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 Go, boop, my, my fishy suicide bombers. <laughs> Take that, fish stick. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the, the, the giant battle at the end with his brother Orm, whom he causes harm. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, what does Mera do but kick him, kick uh, Arthur in the sides and say, um, hey, dumbass, why don't you take this on the surface where you're okay and he isn't? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, good idea. <laughs> so they um, they raise up the Abyss ship from uh, James Cameron's earlier film. Yeah. Uh, they have the fight on that, which everyone watches, so that, I guess it's broadcast on ES Fish N or something, because <laughs> all of Atlantis is watching this fight, which, oh, wow, Aquaman wins. Oh, now talk um, about there, you're spoiling it. Uh, whew, whew, I, you know, if you didn't see that coming, yeah. it's because you fell asleep. Yeah. Um. So Aquaman wins. Hooray! And now he's king of Under the Sea. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Ariel, it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> And so his daughter Ariel can now get legs and marry a boring guy. Um, so, yeah. And, and so now he's got to go off and unite the land and the sea, which I'm sure he's just going to do in one more movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and then, you know, he can go off and, and have to hitch rides with Wonder Woman because he can't fly. Right. Um, or whatever. So the end. And man, this is a long film. It's over two hours. Yeah, it's almost it two is, and a half. And you it, feel it. Yeah, I kept looking at it's like are we oh god we're not close yet. Um um uh shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, know. Avenge the last Avengers movie that was two and a half hours. I it didn't even did didn't feel like no. half that. No. And in fact when they start the Avengers movie, they're like, Okay, hold on, here we go. <laughs> we have a lot to do. <laughs> yep, we are not gonna wait for you to catch up. We're coming in nope. at sixty miles an hour. Keep up. Yep. Yeah. Uh so hey, I, is there are there other points of the movie you want to bring up before we bash the film in the last segment? Uh, oh boy, <laughs> if there probably were, I've, I'm sure I've forgotten them. But uh... so let's uh, let's do the the, the yeah. final segment of okay. our, our show. The roundup, Max. Yeah, what did you think of Aquaman? Okay, look, this is not the worst superhero movie I've seen. There are plenty that are worse. Name another one. Electra, I didn't see it. <laughs> now that I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> um, Did I see Daredevil? I'm trying yeah. to remember. Yeah. Uh, well, Aff Affleck okay. Devil. How about Daredevil? Yeah, I'm sorry, Daredevil uh, was worse. Yeah. This um, at least okay. The colors were pretty. Some of the Atlantis uh, effects looked nice. Uh, um, Nicole Kidman, her five lines were really good. Django Fett looks lonely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just so artlessly done. It, and I don't mean to disparage the people who did the special mm-hmm. effects because they had their hands full. Yeah. There is so much that they had to work on in this film and so much stuff. They he- I'm talk- There's a lot of stuff. I mean, they heaped yeah. so much in way more. They didn't need Black Manta. They really didn't. No. He just felt like, okay, everybody else has like two villains. We're going to have a second villain. Like, you didn't need it. No. And he, he really doesn't... For, he, he slows the plot down. Slow the plot down, matey. He slow, slow the, the plot. plot down. That's literally all he does. Because yeah. he shows up for, like, two fights, and the fights don't have any bearing on the final outcome at all. Mm-mm. And they don't help convince Arthur to go and, oh, you know, I guess I should go be king now. <laughs> they don't do any of that. They're just there to slow things down. Yeah. Um, and to make Manta put on that stupid hat. Because, <laughs> man, that is a stupid hat. A very stupid hat. I still love the fact that here, here's some Atlantean technology years ahead of anything you've ever seen. But you're going to modify it from a full suit of armor and a blaster <laughs> rifle into that stupid uh, hat. Really? Yeah. And you're going to do it in like an hour. Uh, we, we we really have no understanding of Arthur Curry at all. No. As a person. There is no person there. It's Aquaman. We don't even know why he's Aquaman. What caused him to say, I'm going to go fight fishy crime? <laughs> we have no idea. And he just, one day he's out there and that's what he does. We don't know what nope. motivates him to be heroic, and he is. He goes and saves people. Why? Is it just because, you know, that's what I do, because that's what here? But we don't even get, like, a Hercules, you know, well, I want to join my father in Olympus. We don't. We get nothing. His parents, yeah, his my father's still alive. Oh, yeah. no, wait, they're not. <laughs> yeah, well, he thinks his mother is dead, but that doesn't ins- I would understand if, say, that inspired him to become uh, a guy who spent his life plotting revenge on Atlantis, but no, I don't but care. He- he doesn't he care. Doesn't think his mother is dead until halfway through the film. He mm. just thinks she's left. Right, you know? right. So it's like my parents are gone. <laughs> One of them is. Uh, I don't. You know, we don't even know how does he know to go save the Russian sub. Yeah, how does he know did, the sub? Did like there? a tuna like beach itself at the lighthouse? No, no, no. And say, uh, By uh, the way, a tuna was one of the Avengers villains. Anyway, um. <laughs> A flounder sawtooth killer of the deep. <laughs> hey, Aquaman, there's a Russian sub in trouble. Oh, thank you, flounder. Um, you, uh, you literally can't ask this movie any questions. Yeah. And it's also, here's the other thing that really pissed me off. This movie consists of literally three things. Three things. One, expository dialogue, because yeah. as soon as we meet anybody new, all they do is tell us stuff. Yep. Two, fight scenes. Three, a camera on a bungee cord that is swung around our heads. <laughs> Seriously, that's mm. it. That is the entire film. Yeah, there's we, some vague attempts at establishing relationships, but it's it's like they it's like they start like okay, we're gonna develop a character, we're gonna develop a character, we're bored, fight scene. Yeah, it's like I swear it's like this film has a clock, and it's like okay, we gotta hurry up. It's quarter to fight scene. Yeah, or oh, uh, it's ten past expository dialogue. We need to explain stuff. And I'm sorry. Th- 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 yeah, sorry. There, there is no show. There is all tell. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. A lot of talking, and it's more than we need. You know, we honestly don't need a lot of backstory. Aquaman, I'm sorry, is not that complicated a character. And he really has, like, there's no tie. Besides he has ocean powers, there's no ties to the civilization of the ocean mm. until the civilization of the ocean says, uh, we should do something about that guy because reasons. <laughs> It's like, otherwise, he's just like, well, you know, I live in this lighthouse with my dad, and I heard there was a sub that needed trouble, uh, you know, and he's not hiding his identity. I mean, heck, like, after he saves the sub, he goes to a bar, and it looks like there's going to be a bar fight, and these guys go, oh, can we get your picture with us? I actually, like, that, okay, that is actually one moment I kind of liked. 
because that... I would have except they didn't make it feel so much like it was going to be a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no reason for that. The guys could have come up. They look, you know, quote unquote, badass because they went to the badass store at the mall. Yeah. Um, except they kind of push him. And there, I can't, that made no sense to me because they were, they were obviously like they really wanted to, they thought he was cool. Yeah. There was no reason for them to push him and made it look like there was going to be a fight. That part made no sense. But them and his interaction with him, because initially he's like, whatever, don't touch me. Mm. And as they take successive photos, then he gets into it and he's raising his beer and having a good time. That one moment of Aquaman, I liked the character. Yeah. That's it. That's the, oh, yeah, that's the only time you actually see him connect to anybody that you believe it. Yeah. But, Hey, in case it's not obvious, didn't like the film. No. Don't recommend it. No. Save your money. Honestly, and it also, it it makes, it, it cre- commits the cardinal sin that a superhero movie can't. It's dull. It is dull. It's, you, you're not invested in any of the characters. Uh, the plot hole, you just, and this unfortunately means you focus more on the plot holes. If you, or in my case, the zippers. In the yes, costumes. the zippers. Uh, yes, the ridiculousness of the Atlantic. Atlantan technology. Why do only the highborn can breathe air and water? Why wouldn't you have bred for this? Wouldn't that be a really useful thing for everybody? I don't know. Mm. It's like, oh, we can easily take down the stormtroopers by taking their hats off. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I am Dave of the Deep. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, quick, before I forget, I'd like to do a quick shout out to my sister, Val. Val, you are our, our one of our number one fans. I uh, appreciate your listening. I would also like to send a shout out to our, my godson, Ned, who is another one. And one other shout out, although he's had them before. Hey, Weeze, thanks for uh, making me say, hey, us getting together. Hey, you want to go see Aquaman so I can do the podcast? <laughs> uh, he also then wiped my, my butt with uh, in... Um, Super Smash Brothers, but that's to be expected. Mm. Um, so yeah, this week bad movie, movie bad, movie go away. <laughs> but next week, what are we gonna watch next week, Max? Well, next week, we're, we're, this one's more of a risk. I really don't know what what to expect. This is we're gonna go see Mary Poppins Returns, the remake of the classic Disney musical or sequel, or I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. I thought it was a sequel. I guess it's a sequel. Now, see, I never read them, but wasn't Mary Poppins a series of books? This is like five, six books. So this, you know, it's not unusual. It's just... Wizard! Yeah, well, it's just, it, it looks like in this one, the Banks children are all grown up. And in the books, there's it, they're all, they stay kids. Ah, it, it clearly okay. takes place over you know, a fairly short period of time. They're still children. But we'll see. And uh, that's probably going to wrap up this series, unless we yeah. suddenly change our minds, which we might. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start a new series of some yeah, sort. Of something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess that's it for this week. Uh, yeah. The uh, the short story is Don't See Aquaman. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to see it, see Aquaman. Yeah. It's fine. If, it helped employ a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it made some people some money. Um, Jason, it's, It keeps Jason Momoa off the streets. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be afraid if I knew he was roaming the streets. That would scare me. I must, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's fine. I, <laughs> I, I just think it's so sad when, like, the main reason you can say I'm recommending this film is because it employed some people. Yeah, that's just you know, no, mm. no. Uh, so until next week, Max, do you have any any final words of wisdom? I've never had any words of wisdom. What are you talking about? Well, I kind of hoped, you know, uh, just maybe once. Uh, well, nope. Just toss, don't stack. And what is up 
with Zangief's ass. Really. You know, they could have saved this entire film because, <laughs> hey, they're in the water and it's like a little bathing suit. We could have had Zangief's ass we and this could. film would have been great. Yep, so, that would have done so it. So until Zangief's ass, I'm Mike Luce. <laughs> I'm Max Levine. Good night. This has been a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench. Thank you.